Let's talk about nipples. No, seriously, that's what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> Today's guest is Molly Borman. She's the founder of Just Nips Fake Nipples, a company born like so many of our women-run businesses out of restlessness in that little voice inside that tells us we can do more. After experimenting and nearly burning her sister's nipples off, <laughs> Molly took Just Nips from a fun fashion accessory for sassy, sexy women to an empowering accessory for women and men recovering from breast cancer who are and want to feel just as sexy and sassy as everyone else. This is Chats with Gigi, catching up with your favorite celebrities and bringing in experts to chat about the topics that are important to you. Share your thoughts on this and every episode using the hashtag Chats with Gigi. Are you ready? Here we go. So one of my favorite things ever is talking about girls and how it's so easy for us to support each other just by following our dreams. And Molly is joining me right now. We talked a little bit about just nips, fake nipples already. But Molly, tell me in your own words how this idea came to be. Sure. So I was working at Ralph Lauren in New York City, which is, you know, the opposite of a fake nipple company. <laughs> um, it was really buttoned up and everything like that. But, you know, I was growing um, restless in my job. I'd been at the same job for five years. Mm-hmm. It was, I could do it with my eyes closed. And I was thinking of, you know, anything to get out. Um, literally anything. I was like, maybe I'll have a cartoon. Maybe I'll, you know, really anything. <laughs> and um, <laughs> one day I was home after work. I was about to meet a friend. Um, and I opened up my desk drawer and I was like, oh, this is such a mess. And I saw I had these eraser heads, um, you know, you stick on the back of a pencil. Yeah, of course. Like why they were in my desk. Um, and I haven't been in school in years is beyond me, but they were. And I was like, oh, this kind of looks like a nipple. This would be really funny, um, to, you know, affix to my bra and I could look like I'm cold. Like this is great. So I find some safety pins. I do it. I take a couple pictures. I move on. I forget about it. I'm cleaning up my apartment. Uh-huh. Um, I go outside. I meet my friend um, for coffee a couple blocks away. And she's like, what is going on with your shirt? I'm like, oh, <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? And I look down. I'm like, oh, my God, isn't this amazing? Like, wouldn't it be so funny if, like, people wore fake nipples? Like, they look amazing, right? She's like, um, I mean, uh, well, they're not even near where your real nipples would be. And they are huge. And I was like, right, right, right. I was like, yes, but you see where I'm going with this. And I was like so embarrassed because I had no idea they weren't like in the right placement. I like didn't even like consider that. Um, anyway, so I was talking about it with her and this is a good friend and she, for an old friend as well. And she's like, you know, this isn't the first time you've like talked about this. And to me it was like I had no recollection of saying in the past, I want to start a nipple company ever. But she swears that this was like old news. How cool is that? Isn't that so weird? So I, you know, I go home. I'm like so excited. I'm energized. Like this is my life. You know, my path has just been like given to me. That's like actually how I felt. Um, And I just got to work. And you know, I was like, okay, what should the packaging look like? This is before I had a product. Mm-hmm. What should the packaging look like? What should the website be? What should it be called? What should we stand for? I had all of that done in like two weeks. Oh, wow. Um, again, without a product. 
But I was like, I'll, I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. Um, I realized that was the hardest part, obviously. If you've never made a product, making a product is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> For sure. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I, whatever. Um, but, you know, I, I still, um, before I had a final product, I needed a prototype with shapes and sizes and density and weight because, like, they can't be too heavy because they'll fall off and they can't be everything like that. So um, for the next few months, I started testing various materials, and this is a really funny story. So I was in New York, and I was testing everything from, like, fake pearl beads from Michael's Crafts to, <laughs> like, those those metal, um, like, not, like, safety pins, but you, like, shut an envelope with them, like a tack, kind of. Okay. Anyway, All right. so I had, like, literally every material you could imagine, and I went to Miami with my sister, and it was, like, a girl's trip. It was so fun. And it was so hot. And I was like, okay, you'll try one pair. I'll try another pair. And, like, after 30 minutes, we'll, like, see, you know, and then we'll, we'll try the next one. Like, this is what we're doing. Because um, we were in a bikini and, you know, that's, it's Miami. So <laughs> we, we are, you know, it's been, like, 10 minutes. It's, like, you know, 90 degrees outside. We're laying by the pool. I'm having the time of my life thinking this is the greatest thing. And my sister is like, um, are these supposed to hurt? And oh, I looked no. over and she was wearing the metal prototype in the metal because it was so hot out. The metal was burning her actual nipple. And I was oh, like, oh my, my gosh. God. So I take them off. It was so crazy. Um, obviously our current product is not made of metal, um, <laughs> but it did take a little research and a little hit and miss. Oh my gosh. Well, yeah. And then ultimately, ultimately when I realized actually this was, you know, um, more than just something fun, um, that this was like a real true business and company and, and now organization as well. Um, we've hired engineers who have like really made sure <laughs> our product will never burn anybody, will never hurt anybody. But um, yeah. It's all safe and it all came from eraser caps. <laughs> and I love that. Yes. What so does that random, say? Because yes. this began, so, so the story behind your product was this fun start and this, you know, hit or miss and this trial and error, but it became something so much bigger, right? So talk to me about how giving back to, and when you discovered that being a part of the breast cancer community was going to be something that was a must for your company, for Just Nips, and and when it grew from this fun thing that whatever, you also made some money from to something that had so much value to thousands and thousands of women. Sure. So once again, you know, getting involved in the breast cancer community was not, um, it, it just sort of happened. You know, women would reach out anytime we would get press, you know, and, and listen, like we get a lot of press. People like to talk about nipples. I'm sure. Uh, so, <laughs> Here I am. <laughs> right, right. Anytime we get press, I would have women reach out to me and men also, men, um, anyone really, reaching out saying, you know, are these safe for women with breast cancer? Are these safe to go over an incision? And at first I didn't know. And I also, it took a couple times, like emails and calls from these these people who seemed to have, you know, a really um, strong need in what I was doing and, and an interest. You know, I was like, what what's going on? So I did a lot of research. I asked a ton of people I knew who had been affected by breast cancer or families of breast cancer. And what I didn't really realize is that a lot of women have breast cancer, go through their treatment, go through breast reconstruction, everything, and do not have nipples. So once I really um, realized 
that this was something that where an area we can help. I we, this is when I hired our medical engineer, and I was like, you know, we need somebody who will not only make this product safe, make it medical grade, make it up to standard, and to me that was non-negotiable. So once we started doing that, and I realized, and and truly, like from a business perspective, the smartest thing I've ever done. But this was not a business-driven decision. This was like, oh, I'm doing something that can help. Well, we need to help as much as humanly possible. And it was never about money. It was never about anything. But from a business perspective, sales and just our reach and everything like skyrocketed, went through the roof. And what I realized and learned is that the our competition on the market was – at the $300 price point, I was offering a product at $9.99. Oh, wow. That is an so, enormous yeah. difference. It's insane. And, and you know, because I start, I didn't start this as a medical device. I started it as a fun fashion accessory. I was still making money on them. You right. Know? Of course. Like, we, had, we had good margins. And I was sitting there like, what is going on? How could somebody charge $300 for a product I am making, you know, for around five uh-huh. and selling for 10 So, and and then, you know, just learn, being in the medical industry, which is, again, something that was never the plan, being in the medical world and seeing how many times this type of thing happens, it's sickening, right? You know, and you don't know what you're, you don't know how much things should cost if you're in the hospital, if you're the doctor, it costs this, you, right, you say, oh, okay, I guess it costs this, and you pray, insurance um, agrees. Right. (laughs) But, you know... Just seeing the side of this industry was horrifying, and I'm like, all right, well, now we are starting a donation program. So we donate a ton of product to women. If if a woman with breast cancer without nipples reaches out to me, I'm like, give me your address. We're you know, and we made it more official, of course. But truly, that's how it started. People would DM me on Instagram. People would send me an email. People would call me on my cell phone because that's the only number I had listed in the beginning, and it like still is listed. So I'm just constantly taking nipple calls on my cell phone. (laughs) (laughs) I love the way that sounds. (laughs) Right? And if I'm like out, you know, if I'm I'm like not, you know, at the office, but I get a call, of course I'm taking it. And then, you know, I'm in public. I'm like, yes, this is Molly from Just Nips, fake nipples, of course, you know. So um, (laughs) that's fun. It turns a lot of heads. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been a crazy ride, a crazy experience. And being in the breast cancer space with the ability to help women who want this look and, you know, also not having nipples is one of the most, you know, non-discussed parts of breast cancer. Absolutely. So being able to talk, not raise awareness, I don't like saying that, but, you know, talk about it, open the conversation and even talk about sexuality, everything. It, big can of worms, so... It sure is. Now, Molly, as an entrepreneur, we're always told you've got to know your client. You've got to know exactly what the product is that you want to sell, have a strategy, deliver, all that stuff. Um, there, There's so much control that the entrepreneur must have over the company, or so we are told, in order to have success. But it seems to me like in your case... It wasn't like that. It seems to me like in your case, you kind of just let yourself be taken by the wind and you just 
Instead of being the one that had the reins of what was going to happen in the company, you let the company's growth tell you what to do. You let the company's evolution be what dictates the steps that were going to be taken next. And I mean, look at where your company is now versus where it started just because you gave yourself that freedom to not have the reins the entire time. You went from being just a, a fashion accessory to helping thousands of women in the medical field, which you just said yourself is not at all what you were thinking was going to be the outcome of just nips. So I wonder what lesson did having that flexibility teach you as an entrepreneur? And with that lesson, what message would you give to other entrepreneurs that maybe have felt that restlessness that you mentioned in the beginning of our chat? that they want to launch something, that they want to do something with their life, but they don't know exactly which direction to go, what message would you have for them? That's a really great great question. And for me, I didn't have time to think about it because in every other aspect of my life, I am very controlling. I do like to dictate everything. <laughs> but really, truly, there was no time to be like, well, I want, you know, I want it to be this way with this customer and this way with this customer. Having said that, um, I think it's really important to, you know, know the message, stay true to your message, because I know for a fact a lot of women in various industries wear our product that I am not, you know, myself personally aligned with. Sometimes, you know, we get, we'll get press. This is the craziest thing. Um, one day we get press from a, you know, left-leaning publication um, saying we're amazing. The next day we get press from a right-leaning publication saying we're terrible because the left loves us. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Then the next day, people on, you know, the left side of of the political spectrum wrote another article about how terrible we are, even though two days ago, they said they loved me. They did. I was there, you know, I saw the press. (laughs) They said they loved me. And then the next day, um, on the right side of the spectrum, you know, people were saying, oh, my God, like this company has, you know, the liberals fooled, all this stuff. And I'm sitting there. I've, do- I've spoken to none of these people. They're just like taking the reins completely out of my hands, out of my control. And I was just like, and it was every day. And it was, it was crazy because we were getting so many orders. And it, on one hand, I was really happy. But on the other hand, I'm like, wait, well, I don't know where we fit in. Does this matter? Um, but other people certainly dictated, uh, in that particular instance, of course, um, it was completely out of my control. And I was like, well, you know, people can, people can say what they're going to say, and there's nothing I can do with it as long as I know what my brand is, I know who I am, I know what I stand for, I know what my company stands for. That's all that ultimately matters, and um, which, you know, leads me to the other, like, incredible lesson I've learned is even when people are skewering you in the press, you're going to make a lot of money. So it's kind of okay. <laughs> Not terrible. Like, it's bad for your ego, but it's okay for you. What's that press. saying? Even bad press is good press. Oh, my God. Right. It's like the best press. <laughs> So, well, I've got I've got zero bad press for you in this particular oh, show. You. I think what you've done is fantastic. And I look forward to seeing your company continue to grow and continue to help so many thousands of women that that deserve the opportunity to after such hardship and after everything that cancer takes away from us to still feel like 
what the beginning of your company was all about, to just feel sexy and to feel like a girl. Yes. That's commendable. It really is. Because a lot of times we just get lost in the business and and forget why we started. So I I think that's so great, Molly. I'm trying. (laughs) (laughs) Tell everybody where they can find you and Just Nips on social media. So we're on Instagram at Just Nips for All. And our website as well is justnipsforall.com. Please don't hesitate to reach out directly to Molly if you know a woman that can benefit from this incredible product. And thank you once again, Molly, for joining us on this episode of Chats with Gigi. Thank you, Gigi. You're so welcome. Join the conversation. We want to know your thoughts, your opinions. We can talk about nipples all day here. So use the hashtag chat with Gigi and let us know what you think about today's episode. Also, we'd love for you to register for the podcast. So subscribe and leave us your review. I'm Gigi Diaz. Thank you for listening and we'll be back around on Chats with Gigi next week.